Thanks for tuning in to The Wind Up. And today we're going to try and pair a Vietnamese pork roll with wine. I'm Trent and... I'm Jason and we're, uh, we're two guys on a journey trying wine. We're unfiltered, we're unprofessional and unapologetically and unprofessional. Un- unplanned as well, I think. <laughs> um, and so we're going to go through this journey trying to taste these two. Yeah. And, and we have a slogan here that we have. So it's... Drink more, try more, and of course, learn more. So um, first things first, we have our uh, thought of the week. So for me, my thought was um, we live in a very fast-paced world, mobiles, cameras, social, TV, everything. I think it's important for us to sometimes slow down and actually appreciate the uh, the finer things in life, be it wine, food, etc., and just learn to appreciate a lot more. For me, it's about memories. It's uh, to me, it's about connections. For for me, it's about friends and family. So you know, when I think about wine, I think about certain things such as you know my grandpa who loves big bros and reds, or my dad who likes rieslings, or um, my friend who probably have a uh, probably unforgettable moment with red wine and lamb shoulder being sprayed around a, a bathroom. I know um, that friend. Yes. <laughs> you know that friend. Uh, yeah. So I think it's very important to make sure we we take the time, slow down, and really appreciate um, be it wine, be it anything. Jace, that's um, that's a very good thought of the week, and I kind of feel like I should have rethought about what I should. Because <laughs> mine isn't as deep. Um, okay, uh, I can't beat that. But but let's go with it. Look, I I was thinking about breast milk. Um, <laughs> And that's why it wasn't as deep. I was thinking about frozen breast milk. Um, we were in a chat group and we were going out one day and a friend of ours said that frozen breast milk is a great hangover cure. And I didn't know this. So, so you tried. I, I don't know where you can source fro- frozen breast milk, but, but I, I looked it up on the internet. Um, there was a, a moment in uh, the Burning Man Festival in 2017 where, where there was a woman who was apparently walking around giving free bottles of her breast milk. I was there. You were there. And did you have a hangover? No. <laughs> have you been to Burning no, Man? I, I was going to say. I've, uh, I haven't been to Burning Man uh, and, and keen to see what it was. But so, so the story apparently is that there were people there that felt uh, a couple of ounces of breast milk would would cure a hangover so do try some breast milk for a hangover cure and let us know comment below if it actually works or not apparently it doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) also try it try it and let us know if it doesn't work but apparently it doesn't um having having looked at the research some some doctors are saying no that's not the case but there is there was another recommendation i went back to this person and also said okay you were lying that's not true what else is there and apparently there's a good Korean drink, a, a, a hangover drink called uh, Try Easy Tomorrow. Um, and you can buy it on Amazon. I'm yet to try it. And, and I'm keen if anyone's actually tried that before. Apparently it has some yeast, some, some Chinese fruit, uh, orange peel, stuff like that. Um, but, but that was my thought of the week. Sounds good. Okay. Um, next is what have we been drinking? Um, I'll start first. Uh, I have been drinking something similar to this one, uh, Petaluma Hanlon Hill, not 2015, but 2022. Got it at a bargain at Vintage Cellars. They're having a uh, two bottles of wine for $60. Um, normally, I think it's about $38 or $40, so I think that's a bit of a bargain. Um, 
beautiful, crisp um, citrus. Uh, went beautifully with some Asian food that I cooked early in the week. Um, love it, love it, love it. Um, need to buy more. Nice. And you, Jase, yeah. what have you been drinking? I, uh, I've had a couple of drinks trying to get a cure for the hangover. Um, uh, we had a few friends over and, and we were trying a few different bottles of wine. One of them was a 2010 St. Hugo Shiraz. Another one, a Bordeaux, a 2017 Chateau Port Madrac. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but we, we gave that a try. I'll take that. You'll take that. Yeah. And then a, we also had a 2019 uh, Shiraz from Barossa. It was, it was a Lou Miranda Golden Line Shiraz. And I've had the 2018. The 2018 is, is pretty good. Bought the 2019 and gave it a try. And it was the first time I've actually experienced a scent that someone described to me. Uh, which was wet cardboard. I've never, I've never experienced it. Have you, have you smelt something that smells like wet cardboard before? I'm not wet cardboard, but I know wet dog. But that normally means the wine's off. So. Right. I, I wasn't getting a dog vibe. <laughs> I was getting paper mache kind of. <laughs> uh, and I don't often smell wet dogs, but okay, that, that's interesting to know. So, so that's something I had. And, and to me, uh, when, when it was being described as, as uh, wet cardboard, I'm adding that to the dictionary of uh, different flavors and scents and ways to describe it yeah. because I've, I've never heard that. And, and there you go. That kind of links to our logo. Drink more, try more, learn more. I, I learned a new descriptor here for the scent. Awesome. Okay. Episode for today. It is pork roll, or as the Vietnamese call it, the bun mi, and trying to match it with a wine. So um, it's a bit left field, a bit thought-provoking. Um, never really think about that kind of Vietnamese snack food, maybe, um, bun mi and trying to have it with wine. But I thought we'll try that. It's quite interesting. Uh, and I think it has a bit of a, uh, a following around where's the best bun mi. Where do we get this one today? Yeah, so, so this one today we got from a store in, in Cabramatta on Hugh Street. It was actually a recommendation from a good friend of ours. I've never tried it before, but he swears by this. And, and what he actually does is he asks for takeaway um, so that all the ingredients are in boxes themselves, like mayo, pate, etc takes that home and prepares his own ratio. So uh, it's, it's a store in Hugh Street, uh, and, and we'll put the, the address in the descriptors uh, within the comments below. Uh, but, but it's something that's worth a try. Yeah. Um, just for the people that don't know what a bun mi is, you know, I did look this up to kind of properly describe it um, from one of my favorite websites for cooking, which is Recipe Tin Eat. Hi, Nagy, if you're watching. Um, Maggie. It's called a crusty bread roll smeared with pate, mayo, and a suspicious-looking Asian ham. Very important. Pickled vegetables, green onion, coriander, or cilantro, with a mighty whack of fresh, chi fresh chilies and a drizzle of seasoning. It tastes like a rich ham sandwich with a hint of Asian fre freshness. So I think that describes it quite well. Anything with a whack is, is described yeah. very well. Maggie, I didn't Maggie, know you were close yeah, to yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think the, the thing to note is there's quite a few different variations of the, of the bun mi. Uh, and as, as we've gone through um, and tried a few, you know, you could get the regular original bun mi, which has all of the hands and sliced meats and so forth. You could get the meatballs, which was my pro, uh, preferred one to go to. There's also Nam Nung um, bun mi, which we talked about in, in previous episodes, and then a pork crackling bun mi. Yeah. Um, so lots of variety, but this one here, we're focusing on the original and the best. The OG. The OG yeah. uh, to see what best pairs with that. Okay. So um, 
when I think pork roll, I think, again, the pate, the ham, quite rich, but then it cuts through with the pickles, the chilies, um, and also obviously the crusty bread as well. So for me, I felt like I need something as a white refreshing to go with it. Yeah. Um, and today I thought we'll try something a bit more left field. Um, generally, I would think Riesling, um, but this was in my wine fridge. The Marc Bredif Vouvray 2021. Again, I got it at Vintage Sellers um, for about, I think, $30, $35. Um, this is from the Loire Valley, kind of central France, a bit west of Paris. Um, the grape is Chenin Blanc, um, which is prevalent within the Loire Valley and also in South Africa as well. Um, key char characteristics, they kind of talked around um, baked apple whether we'll get that and also this one is the drier version of it which would have a good hit of acid as well so i thought the acid with uh kind of pairing with the pickles and cutting through the fattiness of the pate and the pork so it has a bit of roundness to it as well to really go well with that kind of again the richness and a bit more full-bodied so we'll see how we go but any thoughts from your side no i'm keen to try it i've never actually had a, a vouvray before mm. Um, so I'm keen to understand the differences, but I can see that um, something with high acid would help cut through that, that pate, which is really delicious here. Mm. So, so we're going to go through this and we'll go through our, our, our process of rating. And, and here at the Wine Up, we talk about drinking with your eyes, your nose and your mouth as Trent does the actions, which is very good. So everyone understands that. <laughs> Uh, and, and so that's what we'll be starting off with. We, we've, we've got a glass here that we'll start off and try and describe with our eyes. So what colour do you think? Golden hue. I don't know whether it's right for me, though, because I am colourblind. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit of a challenge for the, for the podcast, but we'll try. Uh, I'll try and help you out here and, and, and probably on a, on a white item here. I mean... For me, uh, when I'm looking around, and maybe this is what the hue is, the, yeah. the center is actually quite clear. Yeah. So it's almost water. But when you look at around the, the outer edges, mm. uh, the outer edges is where that, that gold, uh, that golden shine comes through. Mm. And, and it's pretty, it's pretty pale yellow, maybe a touch of, of, of green, a slight touch of green, but the middle is very yeah. clear. Yeah. Definitely lighter in color. Uh, on the eyes, it looks quite clean, quite, quite crisp as well. Now, Let's smell it. Green apple. Not so much pink. You can smell the acid. You can smell the acid. How, how do you describe the smell of acid? That's something different. Like it, it's like it's hurting your nose a bit. Is that uh, what? No, I think so. When I think acid, I think citrus. Ah, okay, got it. It has a good, for me, it has a good kind of aroma yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, it's very inviting. It, it, it is warm and inviting. It, it's interesting for me because I, I smell cheese, and I don't know if that's a common descriptor for this, but, but, but that's the smell that comes through. Is, is, is there anything like that? Is that not a thing? I smelled a bit too much wood to my nose. <laughs> it went... <laughs> That's also something to avoid. So, so we want to teach everyone here the do's and don'ts of, of sniffing, and, and that's a good example of a don't. But yeah, the, the strong cheese smell, smell for me is coming out. Um, but but definitely, definitely when, when I'm thinking apple, it's kind of like the apple that's been 
stewed a bit. Um, apple pie, but not so much apple pie. I think. Yeah, halfway stewed. Not like a green crisp apple. Apple. It, it's kind of it's been cooked a bit. Is what, what I can smell. I, I smell. It's like it smells sweet as well. It, I can really smell it since it's really up my nose. <laughs> that could be another way to do to do the tests here, like actually put it in the nose. Okay, <laughs> so so that's a view on eyes. Uh, we, we've talked about the nose. Shall we? Shall Just we try, try with the mouth? Uh, uh, give it a swirl. Make sure there's a, a good bite in there. I think you said it tastes a bit like Chardonnay, but not Chardonnay. Mm. You say a bit of that kind of, I don't know. Is it, it's not oak, because I don't think they use much oak in it. Right. Stand to be corrected. But um, what, what is that descriptor? Because it, it, it gives me Chardonnay vibes, yet there's, there's no oak in there. But a bit more fresher than Chardonnay, though. Yeah. Chardonnay is okay. a little bit more round, a bit more bold, a bit more heavier. This is a bit mm -hmm. more lighter, a bit more fresher. Def definitely on the finish, it feels fresher. I'll tell you what, what I feel is the, the moment it hits my mouth, there's a real um, sensation around the middle of my tongue. It's not around the tip. It's not around the I back. It's very specific there. Uh, it's, it's very welcoming. But again, back to why we're doing this episode. We have the pork roll. It's been sitting there. It's inviting us to try it with this wine as well. Wine by itself, I think it's pretty good. We'll give ratings later, but let's try it now. It, it is a nice, it is a nice wine. So, so if you if you want to do the honors of this one, okay. I'll, I'll try this one. Here you go. Oh, let's not. <laughs> Hopefully, all the viewers can can hear that crunch. Mm -hmm. Should have got a napkin would be a good idea. Yeah, and apologies for hearing us eat in the microphone as well. But that pork roll, I think, great recommendation from um from our good friend because that's delicious. And the first thing that I taste is actually the pate, pate, yeah. the richness and the fattiness of the pate. It's got a nice coarse grind to it, so you can feel the texture. Uh, and then and then the onions really really come out. Mm. What about you? Pate is key. Um, mayo is key as well. Um, I like that savouriness. Hint of that kind of um, kind of soy sauce mixture comes through, but then again, the pickles come through. And now let's try it with the wine. Yeah, I think um, they definitely work well together. I, it, it cuts through that the fatness of the pate mm. and, and the butter and the mayo. But also, it changes the flavor profile to be, for me, I get a lot more fruits coming through, mm. which is a bit of a contrast, but, but also complementary uh, to the yeah. flavors I'm getting there. Well, sometimes I say there's two ways of pairing. One is same-same or completely opposite. Right. Well, this one, I feel it's kind of same-same because it's a bit, again, fresh um, with the acid, mm. a bit rounded, but kind of matches towards the pork roll. Because um, the pork roll has the pickles, it has yeah. the... Um, it has the cucumber, the carrots in there to kind of make it, give it that yeah. freshness. Yeah. No, so yeah, I think it's a, a good match. So um, I think this is a winner. Um, and I don't know whether you can get blueberry quite easily. But again, vintage sellers is where I got it from. Um, yeah, try it. Um, I think it works. Um, I don't know whether I'll be having wine every, each time I go to Cabramada and getting a bun me, but 
Yes. But I think for this instance, it might work. Normally, but if, if anyone was curious about what to pair with it, give it give it a crack with a Vubre <laughs> and, and see how we go there. Yeah, people might be looking at weird. The normal pairing for the pork roll is the fruit shake or... <laughs> Or the uh, sugar cane drink. Yes. Yeah, but um, we're, we're, we're turning it up a bit, making it a bit more high-end. Uh, we just want to give you all options. That, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Okay, cool. Shall, shall we, did you want to discuss anything around uh, complexity or the uh, balance? Yeah, length? let's talk about balance. I feel it's very well balanced yeah. in itself. Not too sweet, not too much acid. Um, I think the, the structure of it is quite good as well. Very linear, very easy to drink. Not much complexity, but I think that also works quite well with the simple ingredients in in the pork roll. Um, length, I think it's like it's not, it's not one of those kind of big, long-lasting kind of wines. I think it does its job. Yeah. Drink now, um, really easy intensity. Um, it's not in your face. Um, I think it's kind of like again matches the same level as the bun mei. It's not big. It's medium just right um, in terms of the pairing there and the complexity again, simple wine. So I think we're not going too crazy here. I think something bit, to enjoy, something, something to enjoy, drink now, very easy. Um, maybe a bit more, a bit pricey because it's French and have all the import taxes. But in this occasion, I thought I'd try something different and it just works well, I think. And, and that's what's important. Try something new, expand of the existing horizons. It kind of links to, to what our motto is all about. To, to me, I think balance is the right word because yeah. there's nothing. When I think about balance, I'm not if I'm not pulling an odd face here and there, like something too face? hot. <laughs> also, uh, you've seen it in previous episodes. But but if something's uh, too acidic or or there's an odd flavor there, I'd be pulling a face. But but this kind of it, it fits quite like, quite well. But uh, I have a big pairing. question for you. Yes. How many corkscrews do you rate it? Yes. Uh, so so for me, if I was to give this a rating, it'd be it'd be a seven out of ten. Pork screws. Uh, it, it's nice. It's ple- pleasant. It's well balanced. It works with the pork roll. It, it's not the the wine that I, I'm craving and I want to put on my top ten list or anything like that. But it's enjoyable. Does it? Does your rating differ between having it by itself versus having it with the pork roll? The rating would would remain the same on its own. It's it's still a nice drink. Mm. Yeah, for me, I think I'm same. Seven out of ten. Um, solid, solid wine. Not amazing but no i think it does its job as i as i say so yeah i think good pick well done well done on the pairing it works well with the pork rolls and so if we think about the wind up and wrapping this up do you have the last few few sentences you want to say um again try something different you know i think the the safe choices would have been the the rieslings again um citrus um green apple that kind of kind of comes through um bright fresh it'll go to the pork roll i think that does well i think it's definitely going to be a white wine what might have been interesting is maybe trying a red wine with a pork yes. roll, like a lighter, fresher, uh, yeah. like a, a Yarapino or something like that. You know, that would be quite interesting. But um, again, next time. All right. Uh, comments? I think I think there's a lot of uh, options that could go there. Just like the pork rolls, there's a lot of variety in a lot of different rota- locations. Let us know in the comments below if there's a recommended recommended pairing that you think should be going with the pork roll and we can share that with the community uh but apart from that thank you for listening to the wind up podcast remember to like comment and subscribe drink more try more and learn more and from jason and trent uh we'll say goodbye thanks all thank you